ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Workday Physique. I'm Ajitesh Gogo, your host as usual. Today, I'm speaking with Caitlin Mayer. Caitlin has managed to lose over 130 pounds, which is over 59 kilograms, through her weight loss journey so far in a sustainable manner. And she is a proponent of what she calls a body-mind-soul approach, that is achieving a transformation which is not just physical, not just a number on the scale, but a total transformation of your mindset, of your inner well-being. This is an episode full of valuable lessons. I hope you enjoy it. Hi, Caitlin. Welcome to the show. Can you introduce yourself to our audience? Of course. Thank you so much for having me. My name is Caitlin. I am recreating Caitlin on Instagram. I've lost a little over 130 pounds naturally through a body, mind, soul approach. And I love going on my platform and helping cheer on others in their wellness journey. It's such a pleasure to have you over here, Caitlin. I've been following you for a while and your journey is so inspiring. And especially your username, which is very eye-catching and it kind of is thought-provoking as well. Why do you uh, have the username Recreating Caitlin? Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, of course. So I chose Recreating Caitlin as my username because I had tried so many times in the past to lose weight. This has been a lifelong battle for me. And I always approached it through a calorie deficit and working out. And I didn't think of it beyond that. So it was around when I had my son in 2020 that I realized that I really needed to approach this differently because I wasn't getting anywhere. I was losing and gaining the same 70 pounds over and over. And that's when I started thinking about a body, mind, soul approach and really taking what I do in my professional life and applying it to my personal life, looking at all the areas of my wellness and recreating myself from scratch because the version of me that existed was a very unhappy, unhealed person. And so that is how I chose my username was just to show that this is a big process of creating myself from scratch in every, every facet of wellness. Uh, when you talk about having a complete body, mind, soul approach, could you elaborate a bit on that? Because that sounds so holistic and so different, but I wanted to know what that actually means. Of course. So to me, it means looking beyond just my physical wellness. Um, so of course, I look at eating in a calorie deficit because that is what works for my body to lose the excess weight that I have. And of course, I love moving my body intentionally every day. But I also have to look after and care for my mind and my soul because I'm a whole person. We're all whole people with all these different parts of who we are. So for me, looking after my mind meant going to therapy and figuring out why I used food as comfort, why I binge ate. Um, instead of just accepting it that this is who I am, I'm a bigger person that eats a lot of food. I decided to care for my mind and, and figure out how do we do this differently? Because we're not happy. So how do we do this differently? And also in caring for my mind, I do a lot of mindset work. Um, I think a lot of us can get stuck in this rut of thinking negatively, having defeatist thoughts about the journey, about how it's too hard. Um, so I do a lot of mindset work. And so that kind of takes care of my mind. And then my soul piece is really about doing things that purely just bring me joy. Um, 
it's so easy in life to spend all of our waking hours at our professional jobs or caring for family or doing the endless tasks of life. And I think a lot of us somewhere along the way forget that we are souls that need happiness, that need joy. So that's, it's anything from rolling down a hill the way I did as a kid and just laughing and feeling the goodness of that or taking time to be in nature or respecting myself and telling people when they've crossed boundaries. It's really just the soul piece for me is showing up for who I am and not being afraid of that. So that's kind of how I piece it all together to really heal from the inside out. And I feel this is so crucial for anyone going through a physical transformation to take it as a complete mind, body, soul transformation the way you have. I think that's a takeaway that listeners should take away from this episode because a lot of people lose that weight, get into shape, but deep inside, they still have those insecurities, those mindset blocks, which hold them back from experiencing what I would say, uh, complete transformation and they never feel truly happy like like they have actually become a new person once they have lost all that weight so this is so important and i feel like a very important takeaway it definitely it definitely is i've seen so many people including myself for years just go on that that cycle of losing weight but not addressing the underneath part of it and then gaining the weight back and not feeling better. So it's so important that we kind of look at it holistically. Agreed, agreed. So Caitlin, tell me about this. What specific moment in your life prompted you to start working on your fitness? Was there any event in particular that acted as a catalyst? Was there some moment of clarity that made you start your journey? There definitely was. Um, so like I said, this has been a lifelong battle for me and I definitely have tried different fitness journeys and weight loss journeys in the past. Um, you know, really heavily focusing on specific workouts that I needed to do or specific foods I needed to eat. But this time there was a moment I was about three months postpartum after I had my son in 2020. So this was around the start of 2021. I had gained 60 pounds back. Um, I was only 60 pounds down from my highest weight at that point. I was out of shape. I was eating incessantly all day, all night because I was just having a hard time in the pandemic and being a new mom. And my brother had passed away. I was just dealing with a lot. And I found myself knee deep in all of my bad coping mechanisms once again. And I had this moment looking at my son, just kind of realizing he deserves better. I deserve better. And this family deserves better. So I'm going to figure this out because losing weight and gaining it back and still binge eating behind the scenes, that's not a life I want anymore for me or for him. And that day was when I decided we're, we're approaching this differently. It can't just be a calorie deficit and workout plan. I really have to take care of my mind and soul too. So. It was definitely the catalyst for approaching this journey completely differently. I think the pandemic and the lockdown has created like, has accelerated in a way mental health issues for so many people because of the isolation and specifically in your case with all the other things that you had going on, I can kind of understand like the 
things that may have been going on in your mind. And it is so powerful that you chose to use that as a catalyst to put you in a journey of wellness or fitness and becoming a better version of yourself, recreating yourself, as you would say. So that is truly inspiring. Thank you so much. It really, I always tell people my one goal in this life is to try to be a bright light and just try to do my best and help inspire something in, in someone else to also do their best because we have a lot of sadness in this world and we need a lot more healing and we need a lot more strength. And so I'm just trying to do my little bit in my little corner of the world. <laughs> I truly agree. And especially with the COVID situation, I think we are in need of positivity more than ever before. So thank you for your approach and thank you for you know sharing your story. Can you tell us about the initial few months of your journey when you just started taking care of your nutrition, of your exercise, what were your struggles? The first few months were extremely difficult, um, especially because I knew this was, there was no turning back this time, that this is now life. This is how we approach life. And there is no going back. Um, I can make mistakes and have slip ups because I'm human, but we're never gonna live for years of our life binge eating anymore. And so the, the number one struggle I would say was learning to find foods that I loved, but also learning to find foods that would nourish my body. Um, that was something I hadn't really tried in the past. I just really focused heavily on eating in a certain calorie range. And this time I wanted to learn about nutrients and putting different types of foods into my body. Um, that was that was difficult. There was a lot of learning to be done, and it's constantly looking for a balance between the foods that I enjoy and allowing myself to have those so that I don't flip back into binge eating regularly, um, but also holding myself accountable and nourishing my my body in the way that it deserves. So that was a huge challenge. And also finding movement that I enjoyed. Um I'm not afraid to say that I am someone that did not exercise regularly in my life. I did not like exercising for most of my life. It felt like a punishment to my body. Um, so the first few months really learning that I had to find something that felt good to my body so that I could keep doing it throughout my life. That was a challenge because there was not a lot right away that I found that I enjoyed doing. I feel like two things which really stand out from whatever you have said so far is that how important it is to not have this all or nothing mentality when it comes to nutrition and how important it is to have that balance between knowing what needs to be done plus also having that space for enjoyment of foods that you you love because the moment you cut off foods that you love from your diet just because you want to lose some weight that is not sustainable long term and similarly when it comes to movement it should be movement that you enjoy because if you take exercise as a punishment this is something that again is unsustainable long term and i see this happen all the time with people they hop on a program they are ba barely able to sustain it for three months lose some weight but because they don't enjoy the process they're not able to sustain it long term. So what do you have to say to people who um, 
are probably doing that right now. They are trying to uh, go all in with this all or nothing mindset where they have cut out foods they enjoy. They're going hardcore at the gym, but they're not liking the journey. Uh, do you have any suggestions for someone like that? I do. I mean, I truly believe if it's not sustainable, you shouldn't be doing it. Anyone can have a severe calorie deficit and overexercise and drop a bunch of weight fast, right? I mean, this is it's literal science. This is how most bodies work. However, if that's not sustainable, that's not joy creating, that's not feeding your body, mind and soul, that's restricting yourself to get a certain number or to get a certain progress marker in your life. And that's not what this is really about, right? A lot of us don't have body issues or gain weight because we feel good about everything in our life and how we're handling everything. A lot of times, those body image issues or weight gain come when we're not feeling that good. So it really is a journey. It's, I would just recommend if what you're doing feels extreme, if you feel like you can't carry this on for the rest of your life, that's okay. Just take a little break, take a step back and look at what can you do? What healthy habits do you feel drawn towards? What are things that make you happy and you can feel that energy rushing through your body that feels good. Look at those things. That We don't have to be who we're going to be at the end of our journey right now. We just have to build small, sustainable stuff. And that is definitely what I would recommend to anyone who's on an unsustainable weight loss journey right now. That is such a helpful perspective, Caitlin. Thank you for sharing. And anyone who's listening to this should keep that in mind that if it is not sustainable long-term, you cannot keep with it. You cannot sustain the results if you cannot sustain the process. And it is important to enjoy the journey as much as you are looking forward to the destination. So that is so crucial. Uh, Caitlin, did you have friends or mentors along the way who supported you? during your times of distress, when you were not feeling like it, when you were just starting out, did you have people around you who provided you with the guidance or was it just you on your own? No, I mean, I, I honestly believe that you can't do this type of journey without support. Um, I've tried it in the past without community and without support and I failed every time. And it's not even about accountability. It's about that we're humans and this is hard. And sometimes you need someone to say to you, you know, you've got this even on your hardest day. So, you know, that was one of the big reasons I joined Instagram. When I first started posting, I would put stickers over my face. Like I was so scared to share my journey. Um, And I found this amazing supportive community that was rooting me on from the start that wanted to see me reach my goals and feel better as a human. And I started a lot of friendships on Instagram that to this day, I, I reach out to them constantly and it's, it's a beautiful friendship. And I would also say, you know, in my personal life, my husband and my best friend are my number two supports. I post about them on my Instagram a lot. Um, they're two of the people in my life that keep me honest and accountable with myself, even on my hardest days. And they also remind me to have grace with myself on my hardest days and they're invaluable. So if you have a friend or a partner in life that you can turn to, that is so important. And lastly, I 
could not mention this journey without mentioning um, Erin Shrinking, who, so she's my friend now, but she started out as a mindset mentor that I hired back in, I believe, 2020, um, when I knew I needed to care for my mind. I wanted that mindset shift of, I can do this instead of, this is too hard, I have to quit. And that's where Erin came in. She was the first person that I saw lose a, a large amount of weight naturally um, and kept it off and really talked about the freedom of this journey. And so I started working with her and she is a dear friend now. She helps me keep my mindset in, in check even today. So community is really important on this journey. It is time for a short break. If you have liked the episode so far, please take a moment to pause and share it with just one friend. The podcast has been growing rapidly all thanks to your support and you sharing it is what lets me impact the lives of more people like you. Thank you in advance. Now back to the episode. I truly admire the fact how you have used social media as a positive force in your journey, which a lot of people struggle with. In fact, I had a poll up on my Instagram stories very recently where I asked people if they felt better or worse after spending time on social media and nearly 76 to 78% of people, they said that they felt worse after spending time on social media. So many people, I feel they are constantly being bombarded by all these uh, highly, how do I put it? High, highly processed images, videos of other people. And then there are these dramatic posts, uh, posts full of negativity, which have a negative influence, but you have clearly managed to use the platform in a positive way. So do you have any suggestions for someone who is just starting on social media and looking for community or looking for positive support? How can they use social media as a force for, for um, how do I put it, for a positive cause rather than being affected by it in a negative manner? Of course, and it's difficult. Let me say that it is difficult because we are bombarded with so many images and videos that have been photoshopped or are representing an extreme way of life and fitness. And it's hard because we all, a lot of us have grown up seeing these images and believing that's what we need to strive for. However, I like to remind myself that social media, when I'm scrolling, when I'm talking to people on Instagram, if I'm liking someone's post, I'm consuming that material. Just like when I sit down at lunch or dinner and I'm consuming nutrients or consuming a food I enjoy, or when I meditate and I'm consuming peace for my mind, when I sit down with social media, that's consumption. And I want it to be something that fills my cup. So I recommend viewing it that way. If it is not filling your cup, if going on social media is draining you, change your consumption, change what you're seeing. Unfollow accounts that make you feel bad about yourself. Unfollow accounts that you, you find yourself in that comparison trap with. Stay away from a lot of big name influencers. If they're, if they're not aligning with your journey, that is okay. I got caught in that trap too, thinking I had to eat a certain way that other influencers ate. You know, just formulate your feed so that it is literally feeding you. It's giving you positive messages, 
You're seeing real people on real journeys in real bodies. And that's how I turned my social media into a really positive place that I love turning into every single day. That was so well put. And this is something I also highly recommend that people should consume mindfully and consume with purpose, even when it comes to digital content. Because if you just rely on whatever the app is feeding you without being mindful of what is coming on your screen and without taking action to remove the negativity, then you're just doing, uh, feeding your mind stuff that you don't want to be feeding it and that can have negative repercussions. So these suggestions were extremely useful. I think the audience will benefit a lot from this. Now that you're here having made tremendous progress, Caitlin, you have lost upwards of 130 pounds, which is a Herculean achievement, I would say. So kudos to you for having achieved that. Are there still challenges that creep up on a regular basis and how do you manage to deal with them? Thank you so much for saying that. That's so kind of you. Um, You know, I think that the day that it feels like there are no challenges on the journey is the day that I've probably lost sight of the journey because life isn't easy. So a wellness journey is not going to be easy either. And one thing that does pop up regularly is just emotional management. Um, I am a sensitive person with big emotions and If I'm not mindful about them, if I don't take care of my mind and my soul, my emotions will get the best of me and I'll turn to food. And it's something that I have to stay mindful of every single day. And it's it's just one of those things that it becomes a way of life. Just like in the past, I would have eaten and overeaten or binge ate without even thinking it was an autopilot. Now the new autopilot is kind of being more mindful about it. And if my emotions are getting really big and I feel like I'm being swept away by them and I want to just eat to feel better, I remind myself that's not going to fix anything. You know, what else can we do? Can we go for a walk? Can we dance? Can we go talk to a friend? What are some other healthy coping mechanisms we can do? So definitely emotions. They're, they can be tricky. They can come out of nowhere. I I really appreciate the fact that how you are so aware of what is going on and how you can look at things from, I would say, in a way, a third person perspective, like this is going on in my mind and my body right now. So how can I deal with it? Is that something that you have developed over time? Uh, how did you come up? You know, how did you equip yourself with these tools to deal with your emotions, to deal with uh, these things that happen in your mind? Uh, how did you develop these tools? Yeah, I think they're they're incredibly helpful tools because, you know, sometimes life can just feel confusing in general. And so when I started therapy, I had mentioned that, that sometimes I just eat and it's on autopilot and I don't know why I'm doing it. And that's when I started learning about mindfulness and really paying attention to the present moment because that's that's what matters most. If we live in the past, that can make us feel different ways. If we live in the future, that can make us anxious or make us nervous. But when we live in the present, things feel relatively okay for the most part. Um, And so just starting to develop that mindset of, okay, I need to be present in this moment. So I would catch myself if I was reaching for food, even though I knew that I had eaten my breakfast that morning. 
it was that moment of, well, wait, let's stop for a second. Like, what are we actually doing instead of moving on that autopilot? And it's not something that's easy to develop. I think it takes a lot of time and I still struggle some days. Some days I just go through the motions and I don't realize what I'm doing um, until after I realize, wow, I just ate way too much of that. Or I just talked really poorly to myself when I didn't finish that work project in time, whatever it might be. Uh, I think we constantly have to catch ourselves in those thoughts. And so that too is a lifelong journey, but it's a tool that the more you do it, the stronger it becomes. And it's that much easier to stay aware in the moment. I agree completely. I feel like all the tools that any of us acquire through a transformation, be it physical, mental, emotional, it always happens as part of the journey. And we always have to keep using those tools, honing those skills as we go through the journey, because if we, it's like, it's like use it or lose it. So it's a continuous process. So definitely agree over there. How would you say Caitlin today is different from Caitlin before your transformation? And what have been the biggest changes that you see in yourself today? I would say the biggest changes, I know a lot of people would think physical, um, but the biggest changes I've actually seen in myself is my identity. Um, I, I have a self-worth that I didn't have before. And a lot of that is in thanks to the body, mind, soul work and really learning who I am as a person and how to show up for myself in the best ways. Um, so really seeing my self-worth growth and also just not being afraid to be myself. I spent a lot of years feeling like I wasn't good enough. So I would, you know, because I was ashamed of my weight, I would just people please. I would be whoever people wanted me to be because I thought the real Caitlin wasn't that worthy of friends or love. And so that has been a huge change is seeing my identity grow, my worth grow, and knowing now that I can be myself and people who love me will love me and people who I'm not their cup of tea, that's okay too. And knowing that at the end of the day, I have worth regardless of other people's opinions of me, that's been hands down the biggest change I've seen. Would you say that this shift in mindset that you have experienced was a result of the physical transformation that you went through or was it something that you had to work alongside in the process? And these are like two separate things. What is your, um, what has been your experience in this regard? I think being more mindful and aware of my actions in the day, um, definitely it kind of went hand in hand because the more work that I did on myself, the more work I did on my mindset and learning how to have a growth mindset and to not think I can't do this, but instead to think, let's see what happens if we try that growth naturally led into seeing a lot of weight loss because I stopped giving up on myself. And so it was almost a hand in hand thing. Um, I definitely have had to grow my mindset every single day, just as much as I've seen my body change day by day. And it they kind of feed each other at this point. Um, it feels like a loop of goodness because the more I show up for myself, the more I see my body change in healthy ways that's going to give me a, a long life to be able to enjoy this ride. Absolutely love that answer. 
Um, Caitlin, if someone is currently struggling with their weight right now and they're listening to this podcast at the moment, what is one message you'd like to leave for them? I would like to let them know that I know it can feel impossible, but you can do this. And it starts with one tiny, small, healthy change. You don't have to do it all at once. You don't have to be the person that you want to be at the end of your journey right now, but do one thing better. If you're not drinking enough water, drink a cup of water a day. If you're not moving your body at all, just move 10 minutes a day, five minutes. Any small step towards health, that will naturally build a ladder of healthy coping mechanisms that you then bring through your life. And it feels good to take care of yourself if you're someone who's struggling to do that right now. This is so true. A lot of people, they feel overwhelmed because they feel like there is so much to do. I have to take care of my food. I have to take care of my exercise, do this, do that. But it is always doing that one small thing at a time, which ultimately leads to the whole process. So it is one small habit at a time. And I think that is a key takeaway from this. Caitlin, if listeners want to connect with you, they want to reach out to you, where can they reach you? Yeah, of course, you can find me on Instagram at Recreating Caitlin. I also have a website that you can visit me at eastmeetswesthealing.com. That's where I sell some little handcrafted things that I make um, to support people's wellness. I'll leave both of these links in the show description and you can reach out to Caitlin and connect with her and consume all the amazing content that she puts out that would be of great support for your weight loss journey and especially the community that she has created for people who are on a similar path. I think you would benefit greatly if you are also striving towards transforming yourself physically, mentally. So. Thank you so much, Caitlin, for taking out your precious time to share your journey. I think listeners will benefit immensely from this episode. Thank you so much. Thank you. That is it for this episode of Workday Physique. Thank you for listening. If you like the episode, please leave a rating and a review on your podcast app. And don't forget to share the episode with one friend who you think will find the content helpful. I'll see you again very soon. Until then, stay tuned, stay safe and stay consistent.